Welcome into the House of L podcast. I am Lawrence Holmes. Thank you so much for hanging out here with me today. We are brought to you, as always, by Aurelio's Pizza. Aureliospizza.com. I always talk about the pizza. I, I keep forgetting that there's other stuff on the menu because I love the pizza so much. There are, I'm a, I'm a sucker for good fried mushrooms. And Aurelio's Pizza has that too. They have really good wings. They have good chicken tenders. Anything that you want to match up. Oh, and the basket of fries. The basket of fries. That's a very south side thing to do. I found that out when I went to college. Did my friends on the north side when I'd be like, yeah, does if we go to get pizza, do they they got fries there? Like, that's a weird thing, Lawrence, that you're doing. Like, really? We used to do that every week. When I was a kid. And especially when I was at Aurelio's, man. We used to we used to have a ball. So Aurelio'spizza.com. Go and get some pizza. And if you go to Homewood, get it out of the old oven. Sunday night, I didn't have a lot to do. So I said, self. I actually didn't say that out loud. That would be weird. Maybe I could go and watch Top Gun because I know that me and Rossi were supposed to talk about it on the air. Dan had been like, you got to go see it. Even before we teamed up as partners, he was like, you got to go see Top Gun Maverick. I was like, okay, because we both love the first movie, and we've made a lot of jokes about the first movie, how if we were Iceman and Slider, at the end of that first movie, I'd have been talking to an admiral about something. Maverick going to get everybody killed. So I wanted to check it out. I wanted to check out the whole vibe, because people have been saying great things about Top Gun Maverick. And guess what? They're right. I am a sucker for a big movie blockbuster. And this is what Maverick was. Like, it was an old school, like, summer blockbuster type movie. And going to it felt big. Even though I went, like, there weren't a lot of people in the theater. Thank God. There weren't a lot of people that were in the theater. And I was able to get comfortable. Oh, can can I take a quick like left turn to just talk about my my movie snack combination? This is taking years and years and years to perfect. So when I was a kid, before I knew I had Crohn's disease, my my snack at the movie was get me a big old tub of popcorn with butter and salt. Get some milk chocolate M&M's and put the milk chocolate M&M's in the bucket of popcorn. Shake it up. Shake them up. Shake them up. Wake them up. And then have yourself, you know, whether it's a, a Coke or usually back then, I didn't really drink Coke. I, I drank Sprite. Have that with a Sprite and you're good to go. Once I found out I had Crohn's, popcorn is kind of a no-no. It's a bit of a dangerous food for me. I'll I'll just tell you, like, Basically, my intestinal tract is a little bit more narrow than yours. Therefore, I can't have a lot of food that can get stuck because that's a problem. So popcorn has been off the list for years. I have peanuts and 
Oh, God, I miss cashews. Cashews were my jam. All of those are off the table for me. I, I could theoretically, when it comes to cashews and peanuts, I could eat them individually, like, very slowly. But it's not worth it, so I've had to move on from that when it comes to snacks in a theater. So then it's like, okay, I I do love still, like, the smell of popcorn and butter, particularly movie popcorn. I do really love that. But I can't have it, so I don't. So I've been experimenting, and I do like salty sweet. Salty sweet is my jam. And trying to put them together for a movie is key. That's when I started experimenting. Initially, because movie theaters themselves were offering baked pretzels, it's like that's perfect. Like that's that's actually a pretty perfect food for people who have Crohn's. Like usually, like you're on like the brat diet, banana, rice, applesauce, toast. So a pretzel, a toasted pretzel is kind of perfect for anyone who has Crohn's. What I found is the you would get some places that were great at it, and then some places where it's like, oh, this is worse than not eating. The River East, a the AMC River East, I think has the best movie pretzel. I don't know why they do compared to other AMCs and other theaters, but they do. So that was my my go-to for a while was that. And you get like a, usually like a cherry Coke. For some reason, I went to this phase where I was having a cherry Coke and I had my perfect combination of salty sweet. Then I was like, well, if if they're just making pretzels, like I could just bring like really good pretzels. And the pretzels that I like are the, uh, the, the Hanover Buttery Crisp. Those are outstanding. So then I did... Those with chocolate M&M's. But then chocolate M&M's, I mean, M&M's started making pretzel M&M's. So then I was like, well, I'll just eat those from now on. And it gives me a satisfying crunch. So after that, I was like, oh, I think I'm good. But then there was another, there were two products that came out. And I needed to add them to, well, wait, there was a an interim where I enjoy getting Cheez-Its and doing Cheez-Its and chocolate M&M's. That was my my mixture. Then, there were two products that came out. One, it was the White Cheddar Cheetos Puffs, which I enjoy. But when they brought the crunchy White Cheddar Cheetos, that was my jam. So I got my salty. Now I need my sweet. As much as I love M&M's, I found that what I like better is Reese's Pieces. So check out my combination. My combination for Maverick Top Gun was pretzels, crunchy white cheddar Cheetos, and then a bag of Reese's Pieces. Man, I was living the high life. It was great. No one cared. I mean, I got a water, so and I bought the Reese's Pieces there. So, you know, I, I think it was $12. Like, jeez. Anyway, to the movie. 
I really, really liked this movie. It was excellent. I was coming into it predisposed to liking it. I had the Top Gun video game for the original uh, Nintendo NES. And I swear, landing on the aircraft carrier was so hard. Like, refueling and landing on the aircraft carrier were, like, the hardest things about that video game. So I'm predisposed to liking Maverick and Ice. and I walked into it going, because people would say such nice things about it. I was like, man, could it really be as good as it is? And it was. It was a dope-ass movie. The movie had a little bit of everything. No matter what it is that you went into the movie looking for, you were probably going to find it. If you were like, I just want to look at beautiful people, they had a cast full of beautiful people in this movie. Whatever you like, it was there for you in this one. It was straight up there for you. If you were in it for the aerial acrobatics that are synonymous now with Top Gun, from the first movie to this one, it there are some moves that are done that feel like they shouldn't be possible from a physics standpoint. And it was cool to see that. If you wanted to just see Tom Cruise be Maverick again, I thought that was dope. You got the Iceman Maverick reunion, and that to me was the best part of it. (laughs) Val Kilmer has been going through a lot like physically like he's had a rough time dealing with some debilitating diseases and the way that they were able to make him a significant part of this movie was great and the scene with him and Maverick just in his office was It was heartwarming. And I thought that what was really cool about this movie is that they allowed it to be emotional as well as being spectacular. There's a lot of spectacular aerial stuff. And that that was cool. I thought Tom Cruise I, I Tom Cruise is a dude that seems to put a lot into everything that he does. <laughs> but I wonder if you asked him in an honest moment would he tell you that he he gave everything he had to this particular movie. You know he does all the crazy stunts and stuff and there was a trailer for the new Mission Impossible movie and I'm sure it's going to be hilarious. But this cat, he he was he was phenomenal. He did everything that you could have wanted, everything that you could have wanted, anything that you could have asked for in this movie, and it came off, man. Like it really was a dope movie. The I loved um, John Hamm kind of plays the heavy 
in this movie. Like, someone's got to put checks and balances on Maverick. And John Hamm gets that role. And he was great. Like, he was really great. Like, as a, I don't want to say bad guy because I don't, I didn't see him as a bad guy. I saw him as, <laughs> as someone who wasn't here for Maverick's bullshit. Like, the Maverick, through 35 years in the Navy, has just been kind of able to get away with bullshit the whole time. And he didn't quite... He didn't quite get away with the bullshit in front of John Hamm's character. And that was cool to see. Shout out to Chicagoans. There were two... At least two Chicagoans. I, I feel bad if uh, if there were more, but... Charles Parnell, who plays one of the admirals, and Bashir Salahuddin plays Hondo, his like Maverick's like right hand man. They were both great. If you haven't checked out the show Southside, Bashir is one of the stars of Southside and one of the writers on Southside. And that mo- that show is funny as hell. And if you if you live anywhere on the Southside. Like, you'll get it. Like, you don't have to be from Chicago to get it. But if you're from Chicago and then happen to be from the south side of Chicago, there's so much stuff. You will love it. You will love it. But both those dudes played cool characters in it. Ed Harris was great. Monica Barbaro, who plays Phoenix, I thought was great. Shout out to my man, Jay Ellis whose character's name is Payback. He was one of the pilots. He, if Jay Ellis from Insecure. Hashtag Lawrence Hive. I thought the performances were great. The people were all beautiful. Even Ed Harris was, like, beautiful. The script was tight. There was fun to be had inside of this. And it hit all the right notes, man. It hit all the right notes. It tugged on every one of the heartstrings. I saw someone describe it as it was all of the things, all the things that you loved about the first movie, they amplified. And they took kind of the stuff that you hated about the first movie and wiped it away. And what you're left with is a complete movie, a straight up blockbuster. I'm trying not to give too much plot because I want to give you time to go see it. But there is a goose connection that is significant to the plot. And you will see it fairly quickly. And I think that the the relationship there that is played out is great. Jennifer Connelly plays Penny Benjamin, the bartender, Maverick's love interest. And she was perfectly cast in this role. And she didn't she didn't shrink away like as an actor, she didn't shrink away from Tom Cruise's star power. You know, like this is a a very accomplished actress, you know. And she I, I believe she's got an Oscar, right? Doesn't Jennifer Connelly have a... Well, now I gotta look it up. I'm pretty sure she has a... She has an Oscar. Um, but she didn't shrink away from this at all. And she she came through. 
and I thought was a really good counterbalance. And her character supported Maverick in a way that we haven't seen in that in that first movie, there was no one like I know it's weird to say that, but it's true. So shout out to her because the movie itself was really good. Yeah, she won for a beautiful mind. That's right. She won like all the awards for a beautiful mind. Okay, so good. I'm glad I, I didn't. I thought I had that right that she was an an Oscar winning actress. Yeah, she won for a beautiful mind. But she she was great. Go see it. I think that you'll have a good time. What's crazy is I was reading that people are already going back to the theater to see Maverick. And we haven't really had a movie like that since I would say since Endgame, so was that 18, 19? Where people are like, oh, I'm gonna go back. I'm going to go back and see that in the theater, and I'm glad that people feel a little bit more comfortable going to see movies in the theater. But this is the type of movie that you want to go see in the theater. So go see it. And and I dug it. That's it. This I know that the review of Kenobi had all sorts of spoilers. I'm trying desperately not to give away too many things inside of Top Gun Maverick, although I think the movie's already made like a billion dollars. So maybe all of y'all have already seen it. Can we just real quick talk about how expensive it is to go to a damn movie in the city? I went to the AMC River East and it has clearly been a minute since I have gone to the movie theater. I mean, I went to Icon and that was tragic. But I was like, oh yeah, you go there and then you get your parking validated and you're just paying for the ticket and the food. Nope. 19 bucks to park. And I wish I would have known that before I pulled into the parking lot. And I should have known that because we used to park there all the time. Because the Score Studios used to be an NBC Tower, which is right across the street. I, I know a secret place where I could have just parked. And I didn't because I was running late. Dummy. So the parking was 19, the food was 12, and the ticket was 17. So what is that? Because you know I'm bad at math. Is that 50 bucks? <laughs> like, is that what I spent to take myself to the movies? <sighs> Thank God I had my little concoction of sweets. Or else it would have been a lot more. I can't even, I ain't even look to see what a, a box of popcorn costs. The rent's too damn high. That inflation is a mofo, ain't it? Anyway. I gotta start going to I gotta start going to the movies the suburbs, man. Free parking alone. Orland, here I come. Thanks for indulging me. I appreciate it. We we'll back with a whole new episode. And Sports Adjacent. Shout out to the dudes from Sports Adjacent. Jason Leisure and Tony Gill and Russ Dorsey. They are now hooked up with a great t-shirt company homage you need to check them out man because those dudes are doing a great podcast and now that they're they're down with homage it's great 
is big deal. At homage on Twitter, you can find some dope T-shirts there. I got a couple of them. At homage, H-O-M-A-G-E, on Twitter and on Instagram. Trust me, you'll find them, and you'll find dope, dope, dope T-shirts. And if you use the, the code ADJACENT, you will get 20% off your order. Do it now. Talk to you next time. Peace. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.